0: It's Golden Hour Adventure Time, featuring everyday people doing extraordinary things. From the peaks of victory to the valleys of defeat, these are their stories. Now, from the back of the pack, your hosts, Justin and Robbie. Welcome to Golden Hour Adventures. Today we have, like I say every week, a special guest. But this week, we're going to be a little bit different. And I say we, but I mean I. Um, Robbie is out spending time with family, hunting with his dad, making lifelong memories, um, and enjoying some time in the outdoors. So uh, the podcast must go on. So here we are. Um, I am here today with uh, a special guest. Obviously, I already said that. Uh, Michelle Schroff. If you are on Instagram anywhere. Uh, and you follow any type of runner, you have probably seen Michelle. Um, I told her before we started this that she should change her handle to the Skirted Runner because uh, every time I see, she's running in a skirt, and I think that's absolutely awesome. So welcome to the podcast, Michelle.
1: Thank you, Justin.
0: I am looking forward to this one. I have been looking forward to this one for uh, quite a while. I think you have an amazing story. A story that I don't know yet, but I, I just assume you have an awesome story and I'd need to hear your story. <laughs> okay.
1: So, um, basically why I started running, um, I've been running for about five and a half years. I was almost 44 when I started and I basically come from a background of, I think a lot of us, probably my age, um, no athletic. Well, I never had any athletics in the family. Um, it was kind of Michelle, you need to go on a diet when I was a kid. Um, and my mom ended up dying of ovarian cancer when she was 53 and she was extremely overweight. I'm saying like 400, maybe 450 pounds. I saw that, um, you know, I was in my thirties at the time. And I thought, Michelle, you're not going down that path. Like you have to do something to change your life. So I started trying, well, my whole life I did yo-yo dieting. I mean, from the time I was 20 until maybe 40, three around the same time I started running and it just kind of started walking, started hiking. Um, and the real reason I started running was to break a weight loss plateau, which is, I don't like that. That's my Original why, but that is how it happened. A friend said, well, Michelle, you've got 10 more pounds to lose. Why don't you try running? And I said, running, I can't run. <laughs> and she's like, yes, you can. You've done this and that you started, you know, cause I, all of this, like in my early forties, I started hiking the grand Canyon. I started doing all these things I had never done in my life. She's like, if you can do those things, you can run. I said, nah. And then I went home and secretly started YouTubing things and couched to 5k and did all this stuff behind her back, you know, so she wouldn't know <laughs> and ended up signing up for my first 5k. And when I got that medal around my neck, I was hooked. I'm that like, it. okay,
0: that's all it took. I think we lost you for a second there.
1: Yeah. Are we back? I, I see myself, but I don't see you.
0: We, I see you. Yeah. We're good.
1: Now we're good. Okay, yep. cool. That, that sounds really dumb so far, what I said, but I'm just going to keep going. No, go um, for it. <laughs> like so I said, anyhow, I don't edit
0: anything out of the podcast. So was well, losing <laughs> connection, that's going to be in there. So
1: <laughs> it didn't come out the way I wanted. But anyhow, um, I got hooked when I f- felt that metal around my neck. And I started signing up for 10 Ks and then a half marathon and then my first marathon. And that's kind of how I got into running originally. Obviously, it's it's morphed into much more than that, but that's the how I started is I didn't want to die of ovarian cancer. I didn't want to be this huge lady. I didn't want to be unhealthy. And that's kind of where it started.
0: Yeah. When you, when you got the, the medal around your neck and you said that you just, you were hooked, like what was that feeling Mm -hmm. of, I'm assuming it was just such an overwhelming, a feeling of accomplishment.
1: Yes, because I had never, like I, I kind of alluded to, I had never been somebody after I 20 plus years of yo-yo dieting, I failed at every single one. And I finally, there was something that I succeeded in doing for more than a week, for more than two weeks, for more than a month. I did it for the whole nine week training period. And I, I did it and I did this 5k and I crossed the finish line. I had never been more proud of myself than I was in that moment because I stuck to something finally, if that makes sense. And it was something healthy and it was amazing. And yeah. it just opened up a whole new world.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I totally get that. I, I see I see all the time the yo-yo dieting, and you know it, it's it, it's crazy and it and it's heartbreaking. You know, once you realize and you're comfortable with yourself and learning to do the different things that you can do and push your body to the places that they can be pushed, it's it's amazing to see how far you've come. And and I'm sure that you know where you are. Um, you're currently is is probably leaps and bounds from from when you ran that first 5K and and you know and the amount of accomplishments that you've been able to achieve since I've been following you is just outstanding and um, yeah I, I'm I'm you know I'm getting choked up over here I'm, I am I barely know you but I'm proud do. of you
1: <laughs> thank you I, on that note I will tell you I had a horrible run today this morning Justin it was the worst run I've had in months it was 17 miles it's still hot here, about a hundred degrees out. Uh And I started at dark as early as I could. And by mile 15, I was, I was crying a little bit. I was like, Michelle, what are you doing out here? You know, (laughs) why are you Waddell running lady? You should be Waddell walking lady because (laughs) you, I, I hike, walk, hike, whatever you want to call it. So many of today's miles because I was so hot and I was discouraged. And then I thought, no, come on, you know, (laughs) this happens. This is life. And I'm still kind of, I'll be honest, a little bummed about it, but I've come leaps and bounds. I mean, the fact that I was able to run 17 miles today, the fact that I'm training for my second ultra marathon is amazing. And I never would have thought that lady back then would be doing what I'm doing now.
0: Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I saw on your post that today, 17 miler was one of your longest training runs.
1: So, yeah. So I recently switched coaches this past summer to uh-huh. um, desert, peak, desert to peak coaching. I hope that's okay to say.
0: No, absolutely.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Kylie. So she lives in Tucson, which is two hours away from me. I'm in the Phoenix, Arizona area. The coach I had previously, which he was a great coach, but he was in Minnesota and he, he just, he couldn't understand what I would be like coach. I'm it's a hundred and whatever. And I I've got this 10 milers and I can't get quite to those paces. Um, So since I switched coaches, she's got the same stuff I'm dealing with wise, was able to give me so many more tips. And um, oh, I had a point. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. The coach previously, um, he would have me run 16 miles as my longest run before a marathon or even before my first ultra. He was training me still when I ran my first ultra. And um, he would have me do like back to back, like 10 on Friday, maybe 12 or 14 on Saturday. And I would do that for multiple weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, Kylie's different. She's like, nope, you got a 17 miler this week. you got a 20 miler last week. And I'm like, I'm like, I've never done this before. I run these distances, of course, and races, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. but
1: not as training runs. Yeah. So yeah, today was like, it was tough.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I I think that you experiencing that terrible run, as you, as you say it, that's there's multiple ways to look at it. You know, I always look at it for more of a motivational style. Um, you know, there, there's the, there's the style of saying that there's a lot of people that can't run that That's want true. to be able to run. And with you going out and doing 17 miles, you are doing that. And so I always look at it that way. Um, and, and there's another way you, and you know, this very well, when you're in your 50 K you're going to have your ups and downs. And so looking back and remember in those 17 miles that sucked right yeah that you were yeah. crying at 15 miles uh you might have <laughs> ran out of some water your nutrition wasn't going exactly how you wanted it to but you take that and you store that back in the back of your memory and then whenever you're on your 50k and you're 17 miles in and you're going through that low again you just yeah. like hey i remember that one training run that i had and i got through that i can get through this too and yeah, so I, one thing
1: i, I oh, think oh, that sorry.
0: those like those terrible like little episodes. <laughs> They're necessary.
1: I I mean, I know that up here. Yeah. But but my heart and my emotions, (laughs) and I didn't get enough sleep last night because I was babysitting the grandbaby late. Okay. And so all of those things combined, it's like, oh, it's just I'm not a runner. I am, but you know what I'm saying.
0: I I get Um, it. And and it's hard. It's hard to process. But you know what? In in two or three days, you'll forget about it. Probably. You'll, you'll go and on one another thing, run. You'll forget about it.
1: <laughs> and one thing I always tell myself too, that I heard, I think at a podcast a long time ago is just because it's hard, doesn't mean it's impossible. Correct. And so even though I knew, you know, I was having a hard day, I know I can cover 17 miles. I mean, it's like, yeah, no issue. You know, I know I can, it's just getting myself to keep going.
0: Yeah. So, no, yeah. I, I totally get that. And I, yeah, I, I definitely appreciate that. And it's, it's <laughs> that, that's the hard part of of training and running these races that we run like everybody on social media all they really ever see is like in your good moments and you yes. getting the medal or you getting the buckle but it's those days in days out like however many miles you're putting in a week that's what the grind is and that's what people don't see it's an iceberg you know you see the iceberg all the time You people just see the accomplishments but they don't see the the hours and weeks and months of training that we put in for it but yeah, I, I I definitely think that those are those are 100 necessary.
1: <laughs> and if I can add one more little thing, and I'll quit yeah. talking about
0: it, no, go is,
1: for um, it. I have so the race I'm doing has a 15 hour cutoff for the 50k, and I know that's generous for a lot of people, but for me, it's not. And so today's race, today's race, today's run took me almost eight hours. And that's 17 miles. So double that (laughs) to 34. I only have to run 31, but I'm saying, I'm thinking, okay, Michelle, you're cutting it close, but it's also a very hot day. It's a few weeks away. It should be cooler. Hopefully there's all the different factors that could, but I always have that in the back of my mind because I am such a back of the back of the pack runner Yeah, cutoffs are just always that thing that, that I have to think about a lot, you know?
0: Yeah. And that's the thing that I really enjoy highlighting on this podcast is the the back of the Packers, because I consider myself a back of the Packer. I've finished multiple races in the golden hour, and I I think that the, the individuals that are out there grinding it out day in and day out that have a family that sure. w- work a nine to five, 40 hours plus a week but are still mm-hmm. finding time to get out and train and you know you mentioning that you babysitted your granddaughter last night it's like yeah that that's that's life right you're a grandmother but you're out crushing ultra marathons and so yeah. that's super awesome and that's the thing that I love highlighting on this podcast
1: well you make me sound pretty cool when you say it like that <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you are cool <laughs> <laughs> well hey let's talk about your first uh, 50k how did that go
1: So it went really well. So, okay. So I was, there's, there's always a story, Justin, just so, you know, you'll probably have to tell me to stop talking. Nope.
0: Nope. Let's
1: go. Like I said, I had a a different coach when I was training for my first 50 K he is a road runner, um, not a trail runner. Mm. And he, he was very resistant to me kind of doing the ultra distances. And that's ultimately why I switched coaches mostly, but he was training me for this first one. And I just couldn't quite get confident enough um to sign up for one with a shorter time limit. So guess what I did? I signed up for Cold Water Rumble that has a 32 hour time limit for every distance. So 50K, 50 miles. Hey, who cares? uh, You know. So (laughs) I knew going into that race, if I walked all 32 miles, I would get, you know, the cutoff. So it took me 13 hours. Um I do know I could have done it faster, but I didn't have the pressure of, of a cutoff. You know what I mean? And so I do feel like that was a really great first race because I got to kind of feel everything out and see what the community was all about. And I, I learned so many lessons from that first, first ultra. Um, I've talked about this in my own podcast too, but there was a man, I don't know if you've heard of Harley Ray guy. Mm-mm. on Instagram. um, So he was running a hundred mile race that day. He stopped in the middle of the trail, Justin, and said, Waddell running lady, I follow you. I show my <laughs> videos to all the kids I coach and, and say, look, if this lady can get there out and do it, you can. And I had just taken a tumble on the trail, like right before I saw him. And I had Okay, I, I don't cry all the time, I promise. But <laughs> I was crying again a little bit because it was the middle of my first ever ultra and I just fell and I was like, what am I doing out here? And then this dude stops in the middle of his 100 mile race to talk to me. I was like, yeah, I am awesome. And I, then I just kept running, kept going. You know, <laughs> I saw Andy Glaze out there. He gave me a word or two, said one foot in front of the other, you'll get to the finish line. You know, There were so many different people that I saw Chris Morrison runs. He was out there doing his first 52 miler. Michelle, how you doing? And I said, I'm doing good, Chris. How are you? And we'd pass each other. I just fell in love. We were on a roll. (laughs) No, maybe my, it's almost Halloween. Maybe I'm, maybe my computer's haunted or something. (laughs) Um, Anyways, what I was trying to say is I fell in love with the ultra community that day. I really did. Um, You can't keep me away from trail races. Now I'm, I try to sign up for it all the time. My, my coach is like, okay, wait, wait, wait. You know, my husband's like, <laughs> no, you know? So I just, I don't, I run roads when I have to, because I I'm supposed to be like this hybrid runner, according to my coach. So I have to run on the roads sometimes, you know, but I love trail running and that day cemented that for me
0: yeah and, you know the, the i say it all the time but there's just something special about the trail and ultra community and, and maybe not mm-hmm. even just the ultra community but the trail community yes uh, we encompass everything trail and ultra but right. i think that there's something real special about the trail community and someone who's not real deep into it may not understand it um right. you know i've run road races before and you never even talk to anybody you just you're running no. your race and it's so weird but you know, the trail community, everyone's out there encouraging everybody. Yeah, you're you're battling yourself and you're out there grinding it. But people are so uplifting. Um, mm-hmm. One of the big things that I noticed uh, on my last 100 miler, it was five 20 mile laps. And mm-hmm. I was coming in for my third lap. I swear your computer's haunted. <laughs> I
1: know. I'm trying to, I'm right by the router too. Um, so I don't know what. The no,
0: worries. no worries. No I, worries. I can take it all out. It's fine. I can edit okay. it Okay,
1: you, you probably are going to have to, this is going to be like 12 times. Oh <laughs> uh,
0: No worries. But yeah, so I was on my third lap um, and the, the, the leaders are coming around for their, you know, finishing the race. And Zach Miller was running the race and he came through and he was like, you guys are doing a great job. Keep it up. And it's just like, dude, you're 98 miles in encouraging us. And you're an elite athlete. And I, I just, you know, like you don't hear that from any other sport out there, a sport that you can line up and toe the line with professionals and, you know, moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas and you yeah. and probably great grandmas and grandpas. Probably. Like you, like, probably. Yeah. It's just like. And, and our, and our community is so encouraging and I just, I love it. I love every bit of it, to be honest with you. And and I'm glad that you had such a great experience.
1: And, and Jason Heffner. Um, I don't know if you're, he, so he's a young guy, I don't know, about 25 years old or something like that. He follows me on Instagram, you know, the lady in the skirt, he came up (laughs) and to talk to me before the the ultra and he's like, what else running lady? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, let me tell you about the course. It's like this and this and this, and this guy ran four hours and 34 minutes for this 50 K that took me 13 hours. And yeah. I didn't know that at the time. I'm like, Oh my goodness. You know, when I saw his time later, I'm like, he took the time to like make me feel comfortable on my first, you know, it was just so cool. Yeah. Just so yeah it really like is. That.
0: It really is. The community's yeah. great. I love the community. Yeah. Well, let's I talk about the, uh, your, your next one coming up. Which one are you, uh, which one are you doing?
1: So I'm doing the pass mountain 50k it's in Mesa Arizona it's two loops and there's a nice climb in the, in the middle of each loop so I've been doing some bird training you know okay. to try to get ready for it okay it's in three weeks from today
0: Oh awesome awesome yeah I'm I'm really excited to see uh, see how everything goes
1: I'll be last I'm pretty much last though I mean okay most of the time not I wasn't for my 50k but for the shorter distances. I'm pretty much last, but they all still, Hey, Michelle, you know, they're happy to have me there. So,
0: but even talking about the community again, like the DFLs, (laughs) I feel like they get the most cheers than anybody else. Right. Because everybody comes back and they're all like screaming and cheering and hollering. And I'm just like, Oh, that's so cool. Like, yeah, Yeah. this person is finishing last, but I don't know. You take a road marathon and the person that finishes last is like, they're sweeping floors and stuff like that already. (sighs) So it's like, I've
1: experienced similar. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's back up a little bit. Let's talk about um, how you got from a 5K finish to an ultra marathon.
1: Well, here's what happened. And I, so I ran that 5K. Then I signed up for a 10K. I kind of did the traditional jump half marathon. My first full was in February of 2020 at Mesa Marathon. And then I just kind of started running more road marathons. I didn't really know about the trail running thing until I started seeing on Instagram different. And I'm like, oh, and I love to hike. Yeah. To me, in my brain, it's like love to hike. Hmm, love to run perfect relationship, you know. So, but I had just gotten drawn for Chicago marathon. So I'm like, nope. Nope, I'm not I'm not gonna set foot on a trail until I get through <laughs> Chicago Marathon. Yeah. So as soon as I finished running Chicago Marathon, I started trail running. And that was actually last fall. It hasn't even been that long. So about November of 2022. Um, it was like for the couple of years before that, though, it just kind of was calling to me. I don't know how else to really describe it, but I just wanted to run trail so bad, but i like I said, I couldn't, cause I was training for Chicago. I was too scared. I have wonky ankles and I was afraid, you know? Um, but once I started trail running, um, even the shorter distances, I thought I didn't know the sky was this blue.
0: <laughs> no, seriously,
1: Justin, I didn't know. I didn't know the flowers were that beautiful. I didn't, I didn't even know there were like in the spring, you should see our trails out here. Well, yours are probably beautiful too, but just all the colors. I had no clue that that existed because all of these years, you know, like I said, the yo-yo dieting, all that I stayed in my house. I pulled up as close to the store as I could, you know, I didn't do anything. I just fell in love with the, with trail running and the clouds are so white and fluffy. And I just, okay, that's where I'm at. And then, so then that it, the, kind of the same thing happened with that. Um, I did a Ragnar as my first trail race, fell in love with um, seeing the headlamps bobbing up the hill at night. And I'm like, Oh, it was just like magical. And after Ragnar, I signed up for my first 50 K. So I just jumped from (laughs) like (laughs) first 50 K. And then now this past summer, I've been running a bunch of shorter distances because it's too hot to run long. So, and they were all nighttime races. So.
0: Yeah. yeah. You guys do a really cool thing out there where they just do a bunch of night races. I think that's really neat that they, uh, yeah. they offer that because yeah, I mean, you guys, what like 115 is.
1: Oh my goodness. Or do y'all yeah. get hotter 117. Than that? We get hotter than that. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes 119, 120. It depends. Um, I'm done with it. I'll just be honest. <laughs> I am so done. I'm like, I am so please, please. I just need some cooler weather.
0: Oh my gosh. Uh, you know, as we speak this morning, I went on a trail, not trail. Well, I, yeah, I guess I did do a trail run. Um, they have some snowshoe walking trails out here and you probably laugh at that because it was probably, I think what 90 there this morning, probably for you guys. And
1: yeah. Um, our high was like a hundred today.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. So a hundred yeah. today. Um, mm-hmm. my run today started at 22 degrees, uh, but it said it felt like 17. And so I'm running on like 10 inches of snow. Yeah. So it's just crazy. Like the difference I have no in... <laughs> comprehension.
1: I just can't even, I see your reels and I'm like, I just can't even imagine running in that.
0: <laughs> oh, and I say the same thing about you. I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I can't imagine running in 115 because I'm an not- afternoon runner. I prefer running in the afternoon. I can't, I don't, I don't mind running in the mornings, but, um, it's just something about like, I don't know, you know, you always hear these stupid, you know, Instagram people that are like, Oh, if you're not getting up at four 30 and running, you're not, you're not a real runner. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to run I'm at not five. A real runner. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to run at five. So I guess I'll, you know, do whatever at five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I don't know. I always see like pictures of watches and stuff. It says like four 30 AM. I'm gonna start doing my five 30 in the afternoon. <laughs> you
1: should. I, I just, you know what I do and I get, I get comments about it. I just go when I can. Yeah. If that's one PM, I go at one PM. If yeah. that's ten a.m. I go at ten a.m. If it's five p.m. I go I just go when I can. You kind of have to work around.
0: Yeah, no. Your I get that. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, that I mean you got you got kids, so I'm assuming that you have to, you know, get ready for you know, they gotta go to school and mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure your life is very hectic. So sometimes you yeah. can't get up at three in the morning to go out for a run when it's gonna be a hundred yeah. degrees outside. And so I
1: can't. Nor yeah. probably
0: do you want to.
1: <laughs> no. I don't. I'm I'm with you. Yeah. Yep, I'm not I love it. early early. Yeah.
0: Well, hey, uh, you know, you're you're famous on Instagram for um, a lot of things, <laughs> but one being running in a skirt. It's uh kind of a unique uh, aspect of you. Do you mind uh diving into that for us a little bit?
1: No, not at all. So, I attend the Avondale Church of God. Um, it's just a non-denominational Christian church. We just live by the Bible. And, you know, the Bible talks about modesty and, and in, in, you know, our interpretation and all of that, we all wear skirts. Um, I have since I was 10 and I'm 49. So I'm kind of used to it. I hike, I paddleboard, (laughs) um, I ride a bike, I do everything in my skirt and, I, it, I I don't even really think about it anymore. I don't yeah. notice it, except obviously I see people giving me funny looks, you know.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but, I would um, imagine you get a few uh, a few looks here and there because
1: I do, especially when I lined up for my first ultra. I will admit I got some looks, like you know, she has a bib on, she <laughs> she's wearing a skirt, <laughs> you know. Um, well, I mean, even my road marathons, I did too, but I guess I'm just used to it now. But yeah, it's it's just a religious. What I feel comfortable wearing, what I feel like God would have me to wear. Yeah, um, that's pretty much it. I mean, I you know, I wear my leggings underneath. It's not like you know everybody can see anything or anything. So yeah,
0: I was gonna ask that. Uh, well, not not that anybody could see anything, but I was gonna ask. You, <laughs> I was gonna ask, do you wear uh, like leggings or anything like that? So I wear know.
1: like the like the bike shorts, like the really tight bike shorts. Yeah. okay. Those work the best for me, like the longer. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yep. Well, uh, you know, like Courtney DeWalter got her uh, basketball shorts made by uh, Solomon. Have you been in any, in talks with any companies to to retrofit a uh, a running skirt for you?
1: That would be awesome. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah,
0: I feel like we should we should get somebody to to make Solomon get out there and make a, a running. Yeah, skirt.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we should seriously because yeah, they're all and I I mean I'm five seven. That's not super tall, but I have a hard time finding. Stuff that I can wear. So you'll see me wearing that same black skirt with the white yeah. stripes, but I have like six. Okay. Because if I can ever get them, I grab them. And yeah, then I grab a bunch of them. Stock.
0: And yeah. are they like a special material or I'm just yeah, the kind of like skirt? I don't know why, but <laughs>
1: they're, they're kind of t- they're called a sports skirt, um, by new creation apparel. That's the only place I can find that ever has them. Um, and it took her three years to get them back in stock. So I just recently ordered more. Mine were threadbare at the waist. Like you could see the elastic. Oh, you know. wow. Anyways, they're kind of um, a stretchy fabric, but not tech. So yeah. okay. maybe more stretchy workout pant. No, yeah. stretchy sweat pant almost. But okay. I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> they're not tech fabric, but, and they do shrink, but I just make do with what I have, you know?
0: Well, maybe you should reach out to her and be like, hey, you need to make some in this material. I feel like somebody could do this. Somebody could make you a legit tech running skirt.
1: Can I just say something? I know how to sew. <laughs> okay. So now you're, I just like, hate it. I just oh. like, oh no, I just kind of burn out, you know?
0: No, I, I told it, get it. You, you definitely live a busy life. Is the, um, is, is that a common thing? Have you ran across any, I wouldn't say it's common, but have you run across anyone else that uh, runs in a skirt?
1: There are a few people, um, that I think they saw my posts. They saw, they saw me on Instagram, like you said, and they're like, Hey, you know, I think I saw you at a race. I run in a skirt too, which I only know. I have a friend at my church that every once in a while will do a race and she wears a skirt. Um, there's a lady that lives not too far from me that saw me on Instagram, hit me up and said, Hey, can I go hiking with you? Can we go on a run? And she wears a a skirt. Yeah. Yeah. Like I do. It's different, but yeah. Well, you know,
0: but that's gotta be encouraging um, to people that, you know, it's like, you don't have to, to, to bend to the mold of everyone else. Like for me, I like super bright colors and that's the thing that I do. I wear bright colors. I get mad at companies that don't have bright colors and I, well, obviously I just don't wear as I'm wearing a black sweatshirt, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, I love bright colors and I, I, mm-hmm. it's, I don't, it's not that i want to stand out anywhere. I mean, of course I do, but it's the, yeah. uh, you know, it's I just, like, like I just like wearing bright colors and, yeah. um, it's just who I am. And so I, I think it's, a it's really encouraging to see you stand on the starting line of, you know, trail races and ultra marathons, um, being you. And I think that a lot of people respect you for that. And I, I, you know, I, I know I do, you haven't been like, okay, well, maybe I just, maybe I need to wear the shorts today. It's like, no, you, every day you get out there and you, you stay to your morals and your views and you, yeah. you wear your skirt and you,
1: well, otherwise I can't, I wouldn't be able to do it. You know, yeah. it's like, if I can't do it in my skirt, then I can't, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Cause it yeah. would bother me. So exactly. No, yeah. So, but I, I guess I figure if everybody else can wear whatever they want, then I yeah. can wear. Why not? You know, it's yeah. it's only harder on me. Yeah. I mean, people think it is. I don't think it is. But they're like, yeah. aren't you hot? Or aren't you, you know, aren't you going to trip? I don't wear them so long. I'm going to trip. You know, yeah. it's like. Yeah. But they are
0: longer than what if someone they hasn't are. seen your Instagram, they are longer than what uh, what people would think.
1: Yeah, they're mid. I would call them mid calf.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I didn't know we were going to spend 10 minutes on skirts, but I just, I, I'm so intrigued by it. And I, I feel like I'm not the only one that's that's intrigued by it. I see it all the time and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's amazing.
1: Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Thanks.
0: I know I would never be able to do it. I would be tripping all over, even though it's, it's, I just, I wouldn't be able to do that it. That would be no funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, well, cool. So, hey, talk to me a little bit about what kind of gear you're wearing.
1: Okay, so I am an ambassador for Orange Mud. Okay. So I wear Orange Mud packs. So I probably have I think I only have about three of them right now. Only that I wear.
0: three. <laughs> only three. <laughs>
1: hey, I need another one. Um, I just sent one back and they they're so their customer service is so awesome. I'm like, hey, this is a new pack. It's ripped. They're like, send it back and we'll repair it, or else we'll send you a new one. They repaired my pack, which is the one I use for my ultra. So
0: is that the uh, one that has the hard water bottles, or do you have soft glass too?
1: I have soft flasks. My husband okay. uses the one with the hard bottles. I just personally don't like the way that one feels.
0: I just feel like it would just be. sloshy. Reach... I don't know. Like I see people. I don't like it.
1: doing this. Everyone says it's
0: comfortable, but I just, I don't know. It feel it would be weird to me.
1: Yeah. I tried it. I don't like it. My husband has one like that. Mine all have bladders and soft flasks. Okay. Yeah. So, so I run it a lot of times for races. I'll run in orange mud, not every single time, but most of the time I run in their gear. Um, as far as shoes, my favorites of all time, which I realize that's everybody has needs to get fitted and all that do their own thing but I run in topos for road and trail okay those are the just they fit my feet. I've tried other brands Brooks and ultras and I've tried and sockney and topos are where it's at for you me know, you don't
0: you don't hear topos very much I know. I, I, I know a couple people that run in them, but that's uh, essentially it. You just, you don't hear them. You know, I tried them and I wasn't a fan. I, I don't know why
1: I, and that's okay. I tried yeah. ultras. Everybody loves ultras and I am not a fan, yeah, so same, that's okay. Same. But I'm yeah. on my third pair of, of the same exact Topo Trail shoe,
0: <laughs> yeah. Because you like, know when you find one that you yes. like, that they're going to change it. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, I,
0: I, shoe companies are just like, hey, everyone really likes this shoe. Let's see if we can change it.
1: <laughs> I hate that. I do oh. too. Um, I wear a Coros Apex Pro. Awesome. That's my watch. Um, Aftershocks headphones. What yep. else? Um, what am I forgetting? Alter. I'm an alter ego ambassador. I think you are. Are you too? I am not. No. Okay. I'm thinking of somebody else alter ego for the hats. And did I forget anything else?
0: No, oh, I think that's it. I think you covered it all.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, could tell, I could talk about that all day.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm such a, a gear nerd. I, I tell people all the time, like if there's a piece of gear, I've probably tried it out. So yeah. My wife doesn't yeah. like that. I do that, but yeah, my husband
1: uh, doesn't like that. I do that either, but I'm like, no, I need another one. You don't understand. Yeah, You don't get it, it. this. And I need it for this. And this one's for specific, you know, he, he doesn't,
0: yeah. I've been eyeing Lecky poles for about a year now, and I still have not bought them. And the pure fact is because I have done two hundreds with my poles and a couple other, uh, mountainous style, um, I don't want to say shorter distances, but, mm-hmm. um, still ultras with my poles. And so this is just like, they've gotten me through so much. It's like, I don't really want to get rid of them, you know, but sure. I just kind of like, I like the look of lekis. and uh, that's a pure reason why is they're bright orange. And it's just like, that's cool. uh, one pack, I just bought
1: but... a pair of black diamonds, but those, they're yeah. my first pair. Yeah. That's so, what I have is um, black
0: diamonds. And okay, they're great. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. They're great. But you know, it's just a want type thing. So
1: I, I want all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Why? uh who is
0: someone from your network that uh maybe has a great story that would like to come on the podcast and someone that we could interview that that you would like to hear
1: i would love for you to talk to um either i i think chris morrison runs do you know him i do have you oh, have you already interviewed him
0: he is scheduled
1: Okay. So then I'll give you somebody else. Um, well, I'm just, I, I'm just trying to think I, I'll yeah. be honest. I didn't read the questions that you sent. So I no. didn't know until you, until you mentioned it. Um, just being sure honest, you're not the only one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know there were questions. Um, Oh goodness. I've thought of different people. Can we come back to this question?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can just eat. You can email me later.
1: Oh, I'll do that. That'd be yeah. perfect.
0: Perfect. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. Well, we'll give you uh, a second to shout out to anyone you want to give a shout out to, or um, where can people find you? Where can people okay. follow
1: you? Okay. So, um, well, first of all, I'm on Instagram Waddell running lady, and you can always find me there every day. Cause I can't stay away. <laughs> <laughs> we're going um, to also- have to
0: find you a skirted runner type.
1: I know. I feel
0: like that's it. That's skirting. That would be cool. Even though you, like you said, you've been recognized multiple times as Waddell running Lady, So I feel like what you got is what's working.
1: I mean, I've been called Waddell, you know, whatever. (laughs) Um, I have a podcast as well. Fun of the run podcast that I would like to have you on. Um, so you can find that on all major platforms and I want to shout out to my coach, Kylie. Uh, she's Kylie K runs Arizona. So she's that's her Instagram. But anyways, Kylie Aldaz and she's desert to peak coaching. She's helped me so much with my summer training, figuring out how to use um your car as an aid station. I didn't know that. And oh, so yeah. it's, it's changed my summertime running, trust me. So shout out to her and to my husband, Dustin, my kids, everybody. They're so supportive of me, letting me get out of the house. I was gone all day today, Justin, <laughs> <laughs> on this run. I was gone all day and they're just cool you know and they're really good about it so
0: I love it I love it well hey let's talk about uh your podcast one bit I completely forgot you had a podcast so let's let's what what is your podcast um what I'm a subscriber and I've listened to episodes so I don't know why I forgot but what is your uh what, what do you what's your podcast platform
1: so um fun of the run podcast is basically the way that I bill it is it's 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 just for any everybody of every size any ability, if you want to run, if you run, you're a runner. And what I like to do is I have people on occasionally, but a lot of times like real life is just funny and strange enough on its own that I can just tell like, Hey, here's this run and tell them about it for 30 minutes. So they're like, Oh, that was such a good episode. Yeah, <laughs> like, I love it. it. Was. I share my race recaps, um, how I started becoming a runner, just tips and tricks on things I've learned along the way. It's kind of anything and everything, but it's really about just keeping the fun and running. And also, you know, we're not getting paid to do this. We do it for fun and we do it because we love it. And I like to share the highs and I like to share the lows of my own personal experiences. So
0: that's awesome. That's
1: that's pretty much what it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Everyone go check out her podcast. Go check it out. It's, it's great. I've listened to a couple episodes and I was laughing the whole time. So (laughs) If you thank like you. a laugh and you're tired of mine or Robbie's voice, just go listen to her. Oh. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> awesome. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I had a blast talking to you. Um, I wish you nothing but the best and good luck on your next 50K. I can't wait to hear your race recap and watch your uh, Instagram to see how it went.
1: Thank you so much, Justin. It was an honor to talk to you. It was a lot of fun. And sorry if I ruined the whole thing.
0: <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely, It was not. great.
1: Thank you yeah, so much.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Well, if you love this podcast and you want to hear more, please uh, leave us a comment on any platform, listen to it, download it, and go check out a Fun on the Run podcast by Michelle. Thank you so much for joining in.